Welcome to Six Degrees of Rumination with Nina Boyd. Reno Gorman. Uh. <laughs> That's producer Mike. And uh, grunting. Yep. <laughs> it's been a while since we've all convened here to talk about science. Yeah, it's been a while. We've got a ton Let's of catch up. silly articles to, to go over. Some silly, some serious. I say we catch up first. Some silly. Right off the bat, you want right to catch up live? Bat. Maybe, maybe. Maybe just for like 30 seconds. No, it's not going to be that interesting. How you um, doing? Uh, Rita went to Oregon. Yeah, I went to Oregon. I went to Portland. Mm-hmm. Halloween's coming up in Halloween's like coming up. two days. Yeah. I'm going to be a pirate. Yeah. You guys, you're going to be a mermaid. Mermaid. Mike's going to be Norman Bates from Psycho. <laughs> Not nice. the totally version. goes with the mermaid. Not, not the mother version. No, he'll yeah. he'll be the regular guy behind the counter. Yeah, well, nice. easiest quote costume unquote, ever. I just had a work shirt. It says Bates Motel. Yeah, that's not the even tag, an accurate costume because he didn't wear <laughs> he didn't wear like a I'm gonna pump your gas costume in the movie, and that's what this looks like. But it's fine. Too bad. Yeah. I, I always overdo it every Halloween, like with the whole like death face kind of fucking cloak shit and it's a pain in the ass and this year i'm just gonna put on a shirt and be like hey i'm Whatever. psycho i worked uh-huh. hard on my costume this is offensive to me do you have a mermaid tail no then you didn't work that hard well yeah yeah i, I worked really harder than normal part. because <laughs> because i wanted to be able to walk around in it and that would be difficult and i don't want to spend 80 bucks on a mermaid tail so if you can spend 80 bucks on a mermaid tail let my friends know because they spend like three thousand dollars on the mermaid tails. well theirs i think are designed to move and look correct these are just like evangeline costumes which don't look as good as the ones yeah. I've seen. So this is true. Yeah. Okay, so let's see. We got some stuff about um, cat poop and how it can make you go crazy. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, virgin <laughs> birth and snakes. Um, magnetar starquakes. Ooh, starquakes. Yeah. And tapping into the teenage brain and how all the chemicals influence their behavior. And how some <laughs> animal can see cancer. What? It is not a teenager. I'll nope. tell you that now. No nope. No. Nope. <laughs> we start off with a virgin birth of a reticulated python, which is also the world's longest snake species. Oh, my God. The longest virgin birth ever. <laughs> 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 so this headline makes the story sound um, way more interesting than it actually is, I think. But... Um, should we explain what happened or should we talk it up first and then be like, actually, it was this. Talk it up. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this snake <laughs> gave birth to other snakes without the help of a male. It was a virgin birth, similar to the Virgin Mary's birth, for instance, of Jesus. So wait, no so, male snakes. So Jesus is <laughs> no a male snake. snakes involved in Mary's birth. <laughs> so Jesus is a snake. Well, maybe. We'll let the, the listeners decide. Yeah. But doesn't that go against the whole Adam and Eve thing? Because the snake was the bad guy. That's why this is so pivotal. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Did I spoil something? No, 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 no. All right then, we'll keep going. No, we'll we'll don't let me don't let me stop you guys. We'll coil back to the point. Oh, okay. The puns are just already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're happening. They are happening. See, we haven't podcasted for like a month, so I had like a month free of shitty puns. Yeah, yeah. I'm like bursting at the seams. With I puns. know. Right. And I'm just. I'm not in the Mopping mood for the it tonight. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not in the mood for shitty puns tonight. <laughs> well, but these will be good puns. Yeah. I mean, there's a difference between shitty puns and good puns. But they're not good. So the snake gave birth. I like how I got cut off there. Yeah. yeah. Change the subject. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I'm going back to the subject. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, but apparently what happened was um, it wasn't as virgin as it appears. So, you know, she wasn't, it wasn't as, uh, 
What you're looking at me? Well, it's only quasi virgin. What do you mean it's not <laughs> as as virgin as as it would seem? It wasn't like some magical occurrence. So it was more like science. <laughs> <laughs> isn't everything science? Is though? this that Jurassic hey, Park whoa, thing where the okay. f- males and females kind of thing? Like, well, well not she no, couldn't not get laid, so she grew some male parts. No, no, it wasn't even like that. This is the part that was interesting. So I guess, like animals who are designed to lay eggs, they have some sort of like what would you call it? Not a hormone, but like a like a. Oh, I didn't really get it. Like a protein mm-hmm. that helps the eggs. Form. There's lots of protein in it. Okay, well, <laughs> it helps the eggs form. And she apparently had enough extra stuff of that to fertilize her own eggs seemingly by accident. She lives in a zoo, first of all, and they think that has something to do with it. Like, she doesn't have to be in the wild and hunt or, like, get away from predators. So they think that because she's so comfortable in her lifestyle that her body maybe, like, produced more of this. And so it fertilized her eggs. Yeah, because living at cat in captivity is so comfortable. Well, you know, happens all the time for people who live in houses and they have, know, and yeah. they're rich. They just give birth rich all the time. Couch potatoes <laughs> just like, sort of popping them out. Yeah. So they they discovered that's why it happened, basically. And, and it, the babies are fine. Yeah, and they're oh. half clones of their mother. Yeah. So I guess that means, but that's but the part. The, wait, they'd be like full on. That's clones, the part that yeah. makes no they? sense because it's only her you genetic material. You can't be material. a half clone if you come from if it's one hundred percent her DNA. Yeah, that's what her, that's I, what the science that's what, says. Yeah, no, half I can't. Clones. No, come on, no. It's called facultative parthenogenesis. I don't that one backwards. I don't buy it. <laughs> it's extremely rare in the wild. But that's why they think she's in a zoo, so it was more likely to happen so she, to her. So, if so here, here's what it says. Here's how they actually... No, I'm going to read you the quote for how they explained it happening. I'm not worried about how it happened. I'm just worried about... Yeah, you who, are. That's what you're asking. Who's the other half? Nope. This is the part I'm talking about. Right here. Okay. This is, the, this is all it says about the clones and everything else. So cells called polar bodies, which contain genetic material left over from egg cell formation. Polar bears have polar bodies. Basically took the place of sperm. Normally they just disappear, but here they're fused with the egg, restoring the proper amount of chromosome sets. So okay. I don't know, you know, and triggering cell division. Maybe what happens is like there's a switch. There's a switch. It's kind of like what Mike was talking about with the frogs, where it goes from male to female. Maybe in this case, it somehow switches to someone else's DNA magically. Yeah. How do you get somebody else's DNA from you? I well, don't the know. Well, so like the the egg only has half her the chromosome DNA. sets, and yeah. like this protein or whatever the, mm-hmm. the polar bodies. But it came from her. But it came from her, so therefore it has to have her DNA or did it? in it. Because it never actually says, cells called polar bodies. Okay. And then it says, blah, 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 blah. This process called terminal fusion automixis produces half clones of the mother. That's all it says So about what's it. the other half? Just generic Maybe snake? Maybe it's like made of leaves and mud and <laughs> crap. I don't generic know. Generic snake. Just generic snake <laughs> DNA. <laughs> It's your standard snake yeah. uh, <laughs> recipe, you know. Instead of instead of like buying Arco oh, gas, it's Kirkland gas. You know, <laughs> what I mean, like. Okay, but here here we go. So it says <laughs> Kirkland snake. Yeah, yep. Kirkland snake. <laughs> oh my god, we got. I got part of my <laughs> DNA from Costco. <laughs> okay, so here, like, it, select. it occurred. It occurred in all known facultative parthenogenesis snake cases, with one exception: a captive Burmese python once produced full clones. And that's all it says about that. It's almost like they want you to read their other article links in order to actually figure it out. But we don't have time for that. So one snake was just like, fuck, I'm just going to clone myself. Mm-hmm. But they only did half the work. So it was like a half-assed <laughs> cloning job. Yeah. And we got halfway through. It was like, fuck, this is a pain. 
Well, it's not used enough. to working. It lives in captivity. That's, yeah. that's never had true. a job in his life. That's why. It's living off the state. Right. Well, it's kind of like a celebrity. It's like the equivalent of a movie star. People come look at it. It's like, yeah, that's cool. So, yeah. <laughs> Take the, a selfie all with the a snake. Stars doing that shit. They're all doing that. cloning themselves. Not well, actually. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Speaking of virgin births and crazy evolutionary stuff. <laughs> Our new Pope. Pope Way to Francis. make it enticing. Pope Francis is a rock star. Speaking of shit and stuff. He could probably like parthenogeneticize himself. <laughs> he could do whatever he wants. He's infallible. That's right. My God. And it, and it shows because he, he now says that the Catholic Church accepts the theories of evolution and Big Bang. Now, is there an asterisk involved in this where he says actually no, I see no asterisk. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, he says that that the Big Bang and evolution are totally compatible and congruent with what uh, the church teaches and that we should believe in it and stuff. That's good. So now that the Pope endorses it, I can so totally believe. So we're done. Science yep. ends. Mm-hmm. They must have paid him off. So I guess the Big Bang happened and then the Earth was created. In six days still? In six days. With seven days to rest. Metaphorical six days. Uh-huh, yeah. But... Huh. Uh, that's pretty cool. He's accepting science. And then you said um, that we need to take better care of the environment because we're stewards. The Genesis says that we're stewards to oh, the so earth. He brought back the Bible then. Yeah, yeah. He, he looped it, it around. Yeah. Yeah. So he basically said it doesn't work. And then he said, follow it anyway. No, no. He said that he endorses, or the Catholic Church endorses it because he speaks for the Catholic Church. And then he also yeah. said we should take better care of the environment. But he quoted the because Bible of to Genesis. support that. So yeah. he says, believe in the thing that disproves what we believe in the, well, but the then tricky, follow the thing that we just disproved the tricky thing about the bible is it's written really really loosely so like all of these stories morons. <laughs> all of these stories can no be shit six thousand years ago interpreted any way you want them to be so when genesis goes they could be like oh well this is a metaphor for the big bang they can make it work whatever they want they can you know yeah so it doesn't really disprove anything which is the scary part like the bible can't be disproved because it's not specific I got in a pretty hefty conversation about all this shit earlier today when I was on the way home from Fremont. I had to that do a delivery like a good there. Place and I, had a, I had a coworker <laughs> acting as a lumper. And we were talking about how like It's a lumper. That's the guy that like helps you work and helps you do the deliveries. Oh. You know, he's not the actual driver. He just sits there and gets out when you tell him to and does what like you a lazy snake. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he did Lumpers just are no day sexually reproduce. <laughs> he did, he did just they could do twice work the work, but actually did. just half of it. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> lumpogenesis. We got to the point where we were like, where our theory was that God, the reason why people believe in God is because God was an alien, mm-hmm. and like Jesus Christ was one of the aliens that stayed behind or something like that. Oh my god! And also, Satan was like an alien that was banned off the alien ship. That's like a hardcore alien. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they gave him these names and thought they were gods because they were so much more advanced yeah. than we are. Maybe. What do you think yeah. Satan would have to do to get kicked off the UFO return I know. flight? And, and then Satan Endorse was like, "You know what? Of snakes. <laughs> if you guys don't want me around, then I'm going to fuck shit up." And he like was the bad guy, so that he like that was the devil. <laughs> And then he's yeah. probably just like, fuck it, I'm stuck here at this fucking party. Yeah, and that's that's pretty much how he got his name as the devil and all that stuff. I'll eat whatever fruit I want. Exactly. <laughs> so there you go. That's an interesting theory. I think it's it's sound. I think it's it, I think it's flawless. Quite honestly, there's nothing to disprove it. 
<laughs> you know. Have you guys ever watched those ancient aliens? Uh, yes. They're hilarious. We watched one of them, I think, together. What, what They're so bad. It's on Netflix, right? It's good, yeah. It's like a History Channel thing? Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, history. I, I, I know. It's, <laughs> they're trying to reach out desperately. I don't remember it, but okay. Like, they well, find, like, they take, like, anything from the history, and they say, like, obviously, the civilization was not smart enough to build, you know, these temples. Obviously... Yeah, these gods they're talking about are aliens because they're up in the sky. Hello, that's where the aliens came from. Yeah, that's pretty much like what we were saying today. And then I even quoted Prometheus, like how in the beginning, like he just like he like decomposes himself and his DNA goes in the water. I'm like, that's like Jesus saying, "Eat this bread; it's part of me." (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't that movie was connected to Alien? Right? Yeah. Be the prequel. You should watch that. You should come over and watch Prometheus. Yeah, he did come over and watch Alien. Yes, he did watch Alien. He did watch Alien. And My you roommate liked it. watched Waking Life. Yeah, yeah. Just that's that's kind of on well, Nina. But w- yeah, Nina. Just saying. Okay. Nina. I'm just listening. She really liked it. <laughs> Nina, when yeah. are we gonna watch that? I we I don't know. We'll we'll do it. We'll watch it. Why why why, why are you stuttering there? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the universe is what 13.7 billion years old, and the Catholic Church agrees. That's true. Yes. Um. So what are they going to teach in Sunday school now? Whatever they want. Uh, they can hire history I mean, if they, they're just teachers. like, yeah, so there really wasn't an Adam and Eve. I don't think they're going <laughs> to do that. I think what they're going to do is say, this is what happens a lot of the time. They're going to stick with their stories and say, oh, yes, but we also agree that this could be true or this is correct. But the, there's kind of a the scenario where the earth is only 6,000 years old, according the to that. But Catholicism we just, isn't as bad, I think, about that stuff as the other rollers. religions are. Yeah, like yeah. they don't drive that part into you. They don't talk about that so much. It's more about it's more like... about the New Testament. And the, yeah, and it's the more about the apostles. Right, the guilt and the apostles and the wrote to the other apostles. I can get behind the letter to the Phoenicians and, and all this other, <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should be Catholic because I'll, I'll guilt and shame the fuck out of people. Yeah, you should get yourself, not anybody else. That's, yeah. that's how Catholicism works. Yeah, yeah. that's not my You're supposed thing. to focus no. on how terrible a person you are. I'm an awesome person. <laughs> I don't need to focus on anything. <laughs> Obviously, you're not cut out for this Catholicism thing. I know. If you're happy about yourself and love yourself, it, it might not work no. out. Isn't that pride or something? Yeah, that's pride. That's one of the seven deadlies, right? I'm surprised there's only yeah. seven. Yeah. I mean, you know. The rest of them are just kind of near fatal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very prideful. Not really, I'm not gonna lie. Right. I'm pretty. I think I'm wrathful. Awesome. That's my. What's what's yours? Wrathful. What do you think yours is? Uh, I don't. know I can be pretty lazy sometimes. A sloth. sloth. Not really. No, I mean, you, you do all that yoga Compared shit. To us? No. You ride your bike to work. Yeah, you I've actually witnessed sloths. <laughs> shit. Yeah, I've actually witnessed you ride your bike to work. Yeah. Well, I yeah, yeah I work pretty close to my house though, so it's that's pretty. But lazy. you ride your bike. You still could yeah. drive a car, but you don't. You, you ride guys your bike. should ride your bikes to my place for a podcast one time. Oh my god, that's a we long could drive to your place. <laughs> I will. Drive I don't there. think that's a sloth thing, other than the fact that it's just a long fucking way. Is it doubt or is that one? There, is that there's doubt? Envy, envy, pride, wrath. What's wrath? Greed, like, like extreme anger. Anger, like like to yeah. the point of. I don't I've know, never called someone people. wrathful. Or wrathy or wrathful is the wrathful. see it just sounds cool to me. You're That's why I know wrathy. it's fine. And then Stop lust so and sloth, arrogance, pride and arrogance, one of those. I figure. Yeah, what it's I have both of those. Yeah. Well no, I mean one of them is the term. I think it's pride. No, it's pride, but yeah. I mean I have arrogance too. No, it's the same okay. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Who cares? I got a both. That's arrogance right there. I don't uh, need the gluttony. right term. Gluttony's one gluttony of them. Is yeah. One, yeah. 
Yeah. I don't have that anymore. Yeah. That's no, well, why I have lost 57 food. pounds. Yeah, I lost 57 yeah, pounds this year. You're a glutton for dieting and exercise. No, that'll probably fall under pride. <laughs> no, uh, what's the other? Vanity. Vanity. That's it. Yeah. That's right. So I, I have... eight now? No. I, well... Are we at seven? I have pride, vanity. Lust. Yeah, I'd lust. I, I totally lust. What are you talking about? I'm horny all the time. That's oh lust. Oh, my God. Okay, wrath. I don't have wrath. Well, sometimes I do. Pride, envy, got sloth. wrath, <laughs> got wrath, <laughs> wrath, greed. Or no, gluttony is the same as greed. See, I lost track again. No, envy. gluttony is a food thing. Greed is a gluttony money thing. Gluttony is not a food thing. Gluttony is I want this because I want it. Doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't have gluttony to be food. Was speci- you Catholics make so many things so difficult. Well, that's the plan. <laughs> no wonder God hasn't come Speaking back to of Earth. Gobbling things up. Uh, magnetars are starquake <laughs> gluttons. <laughs> gigantic uh neutron stars so they're like almost black holes they're super massive stars um where the mass is just so strong it it starts crunching itself the gravity starts pulling itself and crunching it even tighter and tighter so it's incredibly dense and magnetars they've only found like a few only 23 are known and um they notice that there's been like blasts of radiation coming from them and it's because they have such, uh, they have really, really, really super strong magnetic fields that are like um, uh, a thousand times stronger than your average neutron star because they're way, way denser and bigger. And then if there's a shift in the crust from the gravity or a shift from the from the magnetic field, it's just this huge tension that gets released, like a like an earthquake when there's friction. Like an you, orgasm. Like, Wrath. <laughs> like an orgasm. There's <laughs> intense friction. Wrath. Wrath. A wrathful yeah, orgasm, yes. Quake-gasm. That sounds like fun. <laughs> I want to have a wrathful orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> a magnetargasm. Oh a my magnetar. god! Yeah. So yeah, the the blasts um, snake protein and <laughs> X rays and gamma rays, and then there's this really interesting line, and like, you know, X rays are you know like high oscillation, gamma rays are even higher frequency electromagnetic. Radiation. See, this sounds like orgasms and masturbation already because it's just like the high frequency of this, you know. I'm sorry. That's the easiest way to understand it, I think. Yeah. What, you have like a wrathful orgasm and then you artificial and then you inseminate yourself and... You don't have to inseminate yourself. Have it's virgin already snake there. babies that are only half of you. If the stars are rocking, don't come and knock in. <laughs> I'm into this. It says that... You know, like the, the strongest earthquake recorded on Earth is like 9.5 and that's basically like the strongest that's like physically possible with our crust and everything. Uh, talking about crust after all that. I know. Oil. I was just sort of like, oh my crust. God. Gross. Crust. But these magnetar starquakes are a, like magnitude A crusty, wrathful orgasm. Okay, okay. Let's go back to the numbers. This is stressing Let's me Get back out. to the numbers, you guys. Focus. Yeah. On what? The or- I'm on orgasms now. Magnitude 23 uh, starquake. Oh and like... God. Isn't it like is it every point one that's higher is like a it's like ten times stronger than I don't below? I think that's how there it was happened. an earthquake in Napa today. Yeah, there was another one. Yeah, Napa it was only like, it was only two point three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it was like a sigh. They're faking it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so uh, these high energy bursts of X rays and gamma rays. There's also um, some unfamiliar um, frequency that they didn't recognize. He said, we also found, this is some guy named Watts. And with a name like that, you got to trust him or her. 
We also found in a single burst an oscillation at a frequency never seen before and which we still do not understand. It's God. <laughs> or an alien. God finally came. <laughs> <laughs> it's tense. It's true. All right. So. If we'll anybody start. can asexually reproduce, it's God. <laughs> this is true. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, Pope Francis would agree. Yes, obviously. Um. <laughs> so I'll do this one if you want. Okay. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> so this article I saw that Reno had already put it on Facebook, and I was like, we have to do this. Um. So Mike, no. if no, no, this no, there, there has on. to it's be. Over. Killed it. Oh, God. No, it's okay. Go All ahead. Right. So, okay. So, Mike, if you were led into a fancy restaurant and you were... Led of, into? Like someone's okay, leaving. fine. If you went there... Okay. And then some waiters, not blind waiters, but just like regular ones, approached you... <laughs> Deaf what? <laughs> What's with the blind curveball here? They, they approached you and they, they had like a How would they approach me if they couldn't see me? I Never mind. <laughs> they had a platter of food and it was like fancily displayed and, and everything you probably would think it's going to taste pretty good right and it was like high Depends quality on what it was what doesn't what's your favorite food to eat uh, like uh, gourmet stuff gourmet stuff like know. if it was sushi or something a filet mignon okay that's perfect yeah. so if it was filet mignon and it was it was like very attractively arranged like gordon ramsay style status rad yeah okay okay you probably think it was good and it was expensive well i would have to try it first okay so but if you're in that environment okay. already you probably would expect it to I, taste yeah, I better than like fast food for instance for sure yeah okay. all right cool so this article is about <laughs> these two dutch guys who snuck into a food industry expo in houghton houghton the netherlands i don't know how they houghton houghton oh like millhouse millhouse van houghton and simpsons that's his last name? Yeah. Houghton? Van, Van Houghton? Van yeah. Really? I think that's how you say it, Houghton. Anyways, so... You know you can watch every Simpsons episode on the internet now? I still really? need to get every in there one. It's like, <laughs> the, what's the Simpsons? It's like Simpsons.com? No, it's Simpsonsomething.com. OJ? I'll look it up. Yeah, just Google it. Yep. So anyway, these two guys who wanted to play a trick on everybody snuck into the expo, and then they asked exhibitors and attendees to sample their new organic alternative to fast food from their high-end restaurant. And actually, they were just serving cut-up pieces of what looked like McDonald's food, including like muffins, like egg McMuffins, burgers, and nuggets. But the people who were eating it, because it was so attractively arranged, and it was at this expo where everyone expects the food to be like ridiculously good, they were convinced that it was gourmet. And, and I think one of them even said, oh, this tastes so much better than mcdonald's and it was mcdonald's i believe it yeah that that food is like altered and designed to make you want more of it it doesn't necessarily taste good it just makes you crave it so therefore they're probably mistaking their their the subsequential or whatever fuck word it is subsequent yeah subsequent craving for it yeah after eating it they're probably mistaking that as that's a good point i didn't think about that because you know after you eat it even though you're like ah this tastes terrible you take another bite oh god i don't even think i mean well (laughs) believe me i know i I got fat i don't think that it tastes terrible when i'm eating it no you kind of you kind of do you know it's bad you know that it's bad you know it's bad but it tastes so good it's just and it's like it is it's like grade z beef like you starquake you know it's bad (laughs) but it's so good yeah level 23 mcdonald's (laughs) and then when you get done your butt has a wrathful orgasm oh my god no it's so horrible 
Your butt gives yeah. birth without yeah. you helping <laughs> being fertilized. But that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> it's like grade Z beef. Like it's not even like completely beef that they're serving. It's yeah. There's, there's no. definitely rat in it. There's definitely. Oh my <laughs> no, god. No, no. There's been like I think it's been. Pr- I don't want to slander it, or McDonald's. So I don't quote me on this. Who's gonna Who's gonna quote you? Who knows? I don't need to get sued, though. So anyway, this I don't know if this is proven or not, but I read places where there's been other things than beef in McDonald's. Well, they put sand in Taco Bell's beef. Oh my yeah. god! And yeah, like then they they they're still putting sand in it, but the, like less sand. Yeah, all less sand. sand. In it? Yeah. It's Why? There's got to be a reason for that. Like they, they purposely put it or it ends up in there when they get it shipped to them. Like you know what I mean? Like it's what stop at the beach. They just like it probably has something to do with like the consistency yeah. or something like that. Oh my god. But no, like it's kinda notoriously known that like the beef at fast food isn't really beef. Yeah. Yeah. Well uh, according but that's to the thing though, is like you know how bad it is, but you can't stop eating it once you start. Like when I eat a crunch wrap, I'm like, oh my God, yeah. this is the best fucking According thing ever. According to one attendee here, it rolls around the tongue nicely. If it were wine, I'd say it's fine. It's definitely a lot tastier than McDonald's. You can just tell this is a lot more pure. Oh my another taste tester. God. Yeah. Although they did say, because I think um, this was... This went viral around the web, and it was like a video of these guys doing it. And well, I'm you, not surprised at this at yeah, all. You couldn't tell. Um, so absolutely no one was like, wow, this tastes like shit. Well, but that's the thing is it was a video. You don't know if it's been edited. And they also yeah. couldn't tell if the people were um, actually supposed to be, uh, what's it called, food critics? Because that's how they were portrayed. But or they were just it's, jackasses it's not, at a convention. Well, maybe, yeah. but yeah. it's not It's not definite whether or not they're they Dutch. have credentials. Know yeah, I mean, who knows? who knows what their <laughs> rules are. The Dutch have uh, a lot of good acrobatic uh, stuff, though. That doesn't help with their taste buds. No. No. Just a little side note. I, no. But this part's cool, and I actually didn't see this the first time. Research has found that when you tell people what they're eating or drinking is a high-end product, they won't just say it tastes better than a cheaper product. Their brains will actually experience it as better. I don't know. I've been told I've had some high-end shit, and I'm like, bleh. We should sell our podcast for like $99 an episode. Oh, my God. just be like, this is the best fucking podcast you'll ever listen to. This is the best fucking podcast ever. Yeah. Buy it, it for This is really high end. This is so much better than McDonald's podcast. I get paid three hundred dollars an hour for whatever I do. Like that's how much my time's worth to oh people. God. So that's you guys are welcome. I am yeah. um <laughs> Top that shit. I had a point that I was gonna make, but I lost it. Nah. And I felt like sharing the fact do. that I lost it because I don't know. Um I'm not surprised at this at all. I'm really not. No, yeah, but not, there's been so surprising. That was my point. Like, so many people like hand me like, we'll take like beers, like all the beer snobs in the world. Oh yeah, yeah. They love to be like, this is the this is like a micro brew from this certain yeah. brewery that's only open for six months. Snobbery, snob, snob, beer snob, and it like snob. Shit. And yeah. you taste it, and it's like, oh Jesus, you like this? And they're like, oh, uh, uh, well, you I drink Coors Light. You have to go in thinking, like you have to go in wanting to be impressed and wanting to like. Stuff. I do want to be impressed. No, that's the difference between people going to a food expo and you having dinner and having your friends like force a beer on you. There's a difference. I wouldn't say they're forcing how it. You're, there's a difference in context. I think it makes a difference for how your brain responds to it. I don't go to a brewery with my friends and order a daiquiri. 
I'm not saying that, know. but I'm saying <laughs> I mean, if they're I'd trying to make you drink it as opposed to you going over and saying, what's this new thing? I want to try it. The people in the expo weren't having somebody like make them try stuff. They weren't. But wasn't that the point of what it said? Like if you tell someone that it's gourmet, they're going to automatically think it's better. Yeah, but I think you're comparing that to you going out with your friends who you already view as people who are beer snobs and are going to think stuff is better when it's not. Like you already, you've already conditioned yourself not to like what they're going to give Yeah, you. but when I first started doing it, I didn't think they were snobby. Well, you can't argue yeah. with God, I guess. Yeah. That's yeah like <laughs> God cut through the, the, initial, the initial couple beers that they gave me, I didn't think they were snobby. And then okay, all of a sudden I, I found out that they just like drinking things that taste Maybe like ass shit. It's got to be the fact that you're smarter than everybody <laughs> in that study. I think that's what it is. Uh, no, I'm agreeing with the study. Okay. I'm just saying that sometimes, you know, I mean, it, after a certain point, I expected sure it, it to taste good. I'm sure it didn't fool everybody there. Just and then the I was just like, wow, this doesn't taste good. Like, I used to force myself to drink Guinness because I was told it tasted good. And then one day I was Ugh. like, nah, yeah. this well, I don't doesn't taste good. Because I don't think it tastes good. Like, I, I don't care if I'm part Irish. This sucks balls. Yeah, Guinness is no good. It's terrible. Ireland is crying right now. I don't care if they are. It tastes yeah. terrible. It's are. like tar in a bottle. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. As I drink my Mexican beer. <laughs> Maybe you just have fonder memories of a certain kind of beer, and that's what's making it so good for you. Is this a segue? Maybe. All right. Well, all right. I'll if you pl- have to ask, it was. I'll play along. Yes, I have fonder <laughs> memories of different beers. Maybe you do. I do. A Miller well, High Life's a big one for me. I spent a lot of my youth drinking Miller High Life. Yeah. My brother's got High Life tattooed on his legs. Uh, Not going to go that legs? far. Well, the high on one side and life. Oh on my the other. god! Like yeah. in the in the in the font of yeah, it. Yeah, in the font, he's got the stars. What? That, that's pretty white trash. No, <laughs> not gonna lie. Oh Sorry, Reno's brother, if you're listening. <laughs> Did but he mean that's for it to be like a like a like more than one meeting or? Yeah, I think like, yeah, this like is the beer, and I only want to think about that. No, no, I think it's like ambiguous like that like yeah i'm sorry i didn't life. i didn't mean I to be like judgmental there i apologize he's he is a little white trashy so it's all good oh, okay oh. well if you say it then it's all right yeah your he brother. doesn't have time for science like this shit haha <laughs> 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 your brother's white trash <laughs> well but he's he's going more hippie now which is which is good i it's uh, so I what hippie trash I was totally gonna say that, but that doesn't. That, I don't know yeah, what that, that would be. That doesn't make so sense. So he's going he's hippie from white trash. That's that's like you go usually white trash is like way conservative. Mm-hmm. And now he's going hippie. That's kind of opposite end of the spectrum. I like think, a political spectrum. Yeah, some people just want to be like in a group, and they don't know what group they're supposed to be in, and so they go to lots of different groups, and then they figure it out. Well, stick with the groups that use deodorant, though. Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't <laughs> think white trash oh, is deodorant either. So. I'm funny. <laughs> Well, Mike, there's right, a reason your segue. <laughs> why you can't stop thinking about last week's concert or why you get chills when reminiscing about the sporting event you were lucky enough to attend years ago or minutes ago when you watched the End of the World Series. I didn't go to a concert last week. <laughs> this is what the article says. Just, just play along. <laughs> just pretend like you're like all these other people. Uh, uh, yeah, I went, to co- I went to Beyonce and Jay-Z. Yeah. Let's say, okay, let's say that you did go to a Slayer concert recently. I would, like a good one. A good one with Fine Genesis Metallica. Meta- uh, well, no. I'm All wrong. right, no effects. All right, there we go. It doesn't matter. Somebody, what kinds of things Kesha. did you experience there? No. Kesha. How would the concert experience go? Well, with Kesha, it'd probably be a lot Not of teenagers. Kesha, someone that you like. Oh, I don't know. I mean, like a no effects concert would be a lot of fucking like punks and skaters describe really. the whole experience like all five senses what things would you notice or experience all right for hearing it would be loud okay for smell it would be bo 
Okay, mm, yeah, so yeah. lots of hippies there. Uh, first sight, it would be dimly <laughs> lit. There it would be colorful, but dimly lit. The stage would be where most of the lighting is. It's like muted hues. Uh, for lots t- of lasers and like smoke. No, not a lot of lasers. They some keep lights. The, just just props. different colored lights. Not really any props. For no effects, they keep it pretty simple. Yeah. But they're rocking out. They're like they're rocking out. No, they're putting on at, a yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's there's four like almost fifty year old punk rockers up there with, with different colored hair. What about like tactile sensations? Oh, like um, sweat. I would feel a lot of other people's sweat and okay, my own that's sweat. Gross. Yeah. And, and taste. <laughs> the fresh air. And, ta- and the taste would either be like a <laughs> beverage, like oh, God. either a beer or Very water, because that's pretty much all you can mm. get at concerts is like beer and water. Okay. Yeah. So one of those two. Did so, I pass? Did I do well? Yes. So awesome. that's, that's like a yeah. whole, like an experience for all your senses is what a concert is. And this article is talking about how you remember things better and you um, value experiences oh, oh, more. for more smell and pot. Yeah. You value yeah, experiences more. Or you remember them better if you have all five senses engaged. Unless you're stoned. Then you're like, what? What were we just talking about? Then it's just yeah. BO then. Then it's just BO. <laughs> Which yeah, I don't like no can, effects. It reminds me of B.O. Yeah. Every time I smell a sweaty bad, I think of my favorite bad. <laughs> Sometimes that it works that way, though. Like if you smell cinnamon in the kitchen, chances are you think of like Christmas or Thanksgiving or some other time where you... Like pumpkin spice latte. Yeah, yeah, or that. I think of fall. Yeah, and, and yoga, yoga pants. pants. Yeah. What? <laughs> Have you seen? <laughs> you know how Starbucks has the pumpkin spice latte? Yes, like that's I've their heard big this. drink. What's the... It was on the internet, right? The meme. <laughs> yeah, what, uh, um, Every if time, you, if you look in the mirror and say "pumpkin spice latte" three times in a row, a white girl in yoga pants will come, will appear and tell you, <laughs> tell everything, you everything she, she loves, loves about, about fall. fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh nice. my god! But well, so anyway, I want to buy some yoga pants now that I'm thin enough to you wear can't, them. You can't. I don't even know. Okay, I've got yoga. What pants. do your yoga pants look like? Well, I've got, I've got yours like, are drawstring. Yeah, I've got baggy yoga pants, but then I've also got like. I want leggings, skin. like okay. skin tight that's, stuff that I use that's for what I'm going with. My legs yoga. are like solid rock now from all the goddamn squats and jumps that I do. Fuck yeah. I'm not kidding, dude. I solid have some rock fucking awesome. <laughs> solid I, rock I went from fat ass of the year to like pretty goddamn fit and pretty goddamn quick too. My legs are solid rock, ladies and gentlemen. Solid. Dang. You could ride a bike all the way down to Midtown. Fuck, oh, no, I... <laughs> just yeah, because I can pants. doesn't mean I will. <laughs> That'd be a good sensory experience. I, yeah, I yeah, want to wear skin taste tight the fresh things. Air and the feel of yoga pants. Yeah, the I want to scrunching your balls together. Yeah. I want the lower <laughs> half of my body to feel constrained. Okay. <laughs> that was the best sense of the entire night. <laughs> like, it's not it's a segue. That's like too. a dead end. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> oh my god. So. What were you going? What was this article the, about the again? Article, I can't remember it, anymore. <laughs> Well, maybe you weren't curious enough. (laughs) The article is also about like using um, that principle in design. And they talk a lot about smartphones, which is interesting. So they design smartphones with all the senses in mind. Mine tastes so fucking good. Yeah. You know? Smells and tastes. Oh my God. (laughs) Ew. You know how many places that's been? Oh God. I've farted on it a lot. I just put my cell phone in my mouth. Because it stays in your back pocket. No, I don't put it in my back pocket. The fart just manages to run to the front of my pants. Oh my God. (laughs) Ew. 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 Oh God. 
Actually, scientifically proven, considering I've changed a lot of my eating habits, I don't have gas that much anymore. That's That makes sense. Yeah. Now you I just have to start standing on the toilet when you take a dump and then you'll be fine. I'm not yeah. doing the weird yoga namaste squat You're, when If I you take have a yoga dump. pants, you have to do it. Those Malasana. <laughs> How about I keep the pants on so while, I do the, <laughs> while I do the <laughs> namaste squat? There should be a new Sensations one. Sensations of warmth and... Warmth and constraint at the same time. <laughs> So if you say pumpkin spice latte in the mirror, then that whole thing happens. But if you I'll take do. a shit in yoga pants, then what happens? So I'll say Who appears then? Satan. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see this. I'm going to set up the bathroom like this. I'm going to put on yoga oh, pants, God. squat, take a dump, Ew. and look in the mirror and say, pumpkin spice latte, pumpkin spice latte, pumpkin spice latte three times. <laughs> If something's gotta happen. If nothing happens, if nothing <laughs> happens, birth, I, maybe. Yeah, maybe you do. A snake, a snake will come out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, this oh, is amazing. Geez. It's and, all connected, folks. And I'll, it's at, true. The, at the end of it, I'll have a wrathful orgasm. Yeah, or maybe during. <laughs> that would be the best day the of my life. Snake will partake in the wrathful orgasm. God, I'm pretty sure Pope Francis is okay with all of this too. <laughs> Pope Francis will endorse me. <laughs> Oh my God. Maybe he would appear and be like, I approve of this message. Yeah. I mean, I'll end up in the Bible finally. The new one. The new New God Testament. God is in the Bible. What are you talking about? I'll be the new New Testament. Hey, Mike, does it bother you when you hear people chewing? Not necessarily. I don't really hear it that often. Oh, come on. But if it's like quiet and then someone's like eating, they're like... Yeah. I just if, if they aren't doing... Okay. Oh, is well, that that's chewing or what the fuck are you doing over there? <laughs> Someone tried the experiment we talked about earlier. That's <laughs> like eating an apple. It's like, it's like all juicy. Like twelve. It's just it just <laughs> a bit like it, in the very off chance that I'm in a quiet environment with other people chewing, and I happen to hear it, which is pretty odd. It just depends on whether or not they're doing it. Like if they're obnoxiously like, yeah. and their like mouth is like splattering open and food's coming yeah. out. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, dude, the fuck. But if they like just take a bite of the apple and we're like. It's not really going to bug me because people do things like eat. That means you do not have misophonia, which is good. I think I have a mild case of misophonia. What the yeah. fuck? It's a disorder that makes you angry when you hear people I chewing. I don't and I have think disorders. I don't think it matters what kind of chewing. It's just like <laughs> I that. I just don't have... Every, there's, a, there's a name for fucking everything. I just, yeah, why are there so many disorders well, and disabilities and... And it means dis- hatred every, of sound. But there's so many But I don't know if it focuses on chewing or if it's like any kind of noise. Because yeah. that would be horrible. Like, can you imagine if you're just be like any sound? Like, if you hear yourself breathing, you're like, God damn it! You know, <laughs> I fucking hate that noise. Um, like, <laughs> why is there a disorder for like? Because I think it goes back to like Who sensory the things. Fuck honestly, gets pissed off about people eating. I think it goes Me back to, to sensory. What things. the fuck's wrong with <laughs> you? Maybe it's because it's you have annoying. synesthesia. No, it just sounds annoying, and some like, people do you and, see it's more color when they chew. <laughs> you're like, see red. <laughs> I see red. Yeah. <laughs> have a wrathful <laughs> orgasm. We're <laughs> like the opposite of that. Which but is there any sound that like really annoys you, like Kanye West or something? Or uh, his last album did suck quite a bit. But yeah, it, it did. I Obviously just don't listen to it. But I don't. I don't call it a disorder because I have <laughs> taste. You know, like, I think if I hear someone's fork scrape against their teeth, and I'm like, ah, I can't. Like if they're eating and then it like, like comes out and they scrape their teeth. Some people, my sister used to all the time. I'm the only one hearing that. Please stop. Yeah. 
Please, but I, you know I have to use that microphone sometimes. Mike, Stop putting it in your calm mouth. Calm down with the misophonia. Okay. Uh, or microphonia. Yeah. He so, put his phonia in his mouth. Oh, oh my god. Oh. All right, everyone, put your mic in your mouth this right now. One, two, my, no. three. Well, I know oh. one of my friends. He cannot stand the sound of like uh, styrofoam. You like the squeaky oh, the styrofoam. That, yeah. that doesn't. The only thing that's like like nails on a chalkboard. Like yeah, that'll fuck me up. But I, I wouldn't call it a disorder. I think that's something that's pretty universal, though. My friend's got a dog that's like half wolf, and it's like a puppy. It's like six months, nine months old. And when it barks, it's this yappy bark that is so fucking annoying. It's, it's not like other yeah. other barks. It's very, very annoying. But I think there's a difference between like not liking certain sounds and being <coughs> like having an extreme aversion to certain sounds. Yeah, because like yeah. everyone likes and dislikes certain sounds. Yeah, I don't know. But it's rarely diagnosed. I mean, I guess. That. No, I don't have these issues. Oh, here and then it I says, really don't. Like, is it a psychological disorder or just a shared annoyance? I don't, I, I don't have these issues. I'm trying to think of something that would piss me off like that, and it, no, it's not in the DSM manual. So. Uh, okay. What? What's DSM? Uh, diagnostic. They categorize all the psychological. Some, I, I went somewhere way more vulgar than that, but all right. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's no manual for that. <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs> but there should be. Okay. So this next one we have to do because it's National Cat Day. That's one reason. And no. Mike and I own three cats. That's another reason. Go grab and one. The third reason is because this Dexter. photograph is amazing. We'll I'll put it, it on yeah, we'll put it on our site. Come here, fruit. My my roommate's cat, Miss Lady, is a tuxedo cat, which I've found they tend to be much more vocal than yeah. the average cat. And she got in some kind of fight sometime or something. Like she she disappeared for a day or two and came back, and like her voice is like all scratched, Aww. and she sounds like a nine year old like chain smoking cat. <laughs> but it's only like right. two or three years old now. It healed or is no, okay. no, it still sounds like. You take it to the vet. I don't know. Did, it was before I moved in, so I don't know. But oh. but the cat, yeah, like whenever the cat meows, it's like really fucked up, and like it sounds like it's always whining Maybe and complaining. How to fight with the devil? Well, Maybe. I mean, if you think, uh, if you snakes. look at our neighbor lung, yeah, I mean, she was she an outdoor that, cat, yeah. and she's like, eh, whenever yeah. she really meows. Little. She's the smallest one, and her meow sounds. So like she probably got in a couple yeah. fights or something. Then. No, I don't mind the meow so much, but it annoys my my roommates. Oh. Yeah. Maybe they're misophonic. <laughs> misophonic. So anyway, Anyways. yeah, it's National Cat Day. Okay, okay. Yeah. all right. So have you heard of that chemical in cat poop that they warn pregnant women against coming in contact with? Yeah, I heard they're about like, it. They're always like, oh, don't scoop your cat box if you're pregnant because it causes birth defects. Um, and it's, it's called, or it's not a chemical, it's a parasite. Look, look Nina, straight yeah. up, if Gone you and I bad. decide to have kids, you're not getting out of clean the litter box. Okay, Toxo well, for I don't want to have kids. Dexter, if I do have kids, here, I want to fuck them up with this parasite. So, <laughs> <laughs> I could just see going don't to your mom. CPS that. Yeah, no, I could just they see. They listen to this. I could just see going to your mom like, we did this on purpose. No, that's <laughs> horrible. I would not do that. But. You just said you would. I. I was not being serious. Wrath. Okay. <laughs> Isn't lying a deadly sin? Oh, deceit? I don't think that's one of deceit. the deadly ones. I don't know. I think lying is like... Okay, let's just do this right now. It's like a deadly sin. sloth, wrath, Two. vanity, envy, Three. envy is four. four, gluttony, five, pride, pride is six, and 
Did you say sloth already? Yeah, I already said sloth. That was number one. I said vanity. This is like trying to name the seven dwarves. No one can ever do it. (laughs) We all saw the Brad Pitt movie, right? What was the other one? Greed. Mm. No, No. greed is like gluttony. They fit together. And And anger is wrath. And pride, lust. Oh, yeah, lust. There you go. So there's a seven. Seven. So let's do that again. Lust. Oh, God. (laughs) Now you're going to summon like Brad Pitt or something. Vanity, envy, pride. (laughs) (laughs) Brad Pitt in yoga pants. (laughs) (laughs) What I love about fall is... Oh my god so anyways yeah. toxo toxoplasma gonda that's the parasite so for short for short yeah hip. yep the parasite and cat poop and there is this uh so check. what's it do to the kid i i'm j- i don't know there. what it does to the kid i don't know you what the birth effects are no this article is more about this guy's research and he thinks that it also affects adults like it can get into your system too it doesn't just affect uh developing fetuses But what are the effects? Like, it doesn't list any effect. No, no. no, I'm going to get there. Hurry up. I want to introduce the concept and the man responsible for it. So, a 53-year-old Czech scientist by the name of Jaroslav Fleger. Sounds right. Jaroslav. Yeah? Jaroslav. Just because you say it fancy doesn't mean you're saying it correctly. (laughs) Trying to make me think that it's better than it is, just like McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) His name's Jerry, right? Okay. Jerry. So, scientist Jerry. Okay, so he thinks that this parasite can work its way into adults and change the way their brains function. It can change the way your neurons interact with each other, basically. In a good way or bad way? No, in a bad way. Okay. Well, I mean, there could be some benefits, depending, but he <laughs> the goes into... The food benefits. <laughs> the, there, this article is interesting because, again, if you see the picture of him, it's pretty ridiculous. He looks like a reclusive scientist who comes up with fringe science, which is like UFOs and like ancient aliens and that kind of thing. So... But his theories are being... It's only fringe right now, but it's going to be mainstream soon. Mm-hmm. There might be applications for the military oh, to yeah. take this Look, parasite Satan's in. Satan's an alien everywhere. that got kicked off the ship. Cats. Okay. Friendly cats that don't have an, an ugly meow. Parthenogenesis cats. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so what he was saying is that it affects your desire to take risks. So it makes you more risk-taking. That, f- that, and he, that matches cat people. His, well, but he was saying that if you own a cat, you might have this and you might not realize you have this parasite, but maybe there's been a shift in your personality. Oh, wait, wait, behavior. wait. So you take less risks? No, you take I, more. Oh, more risks. And his examples are priceless because he was saying stuff like, like what, yeah, what he'll, kind of he'll go like he'll go into oncoming traffic and just like cross the street and not care. And it's like, okay, a lot of people try no, to do cat that. Poop do, I'm in contact with cat poop every <laughs> yeah. day and I haven't tried doing stupid but shit he, like that. He also, I want to quote. Okay. So the, they gave it like inoculated the, uh, like lab mice, lab rats with, uh, okay. That's a toxo. rat though. Right. But when, when the rats got this, they would run towards cats instead of running away. They would like run towards the cats and get. That's because they got like cat DNA in them now. Because no, not cat DNA. It's not toxo. DNA. It's just a parasite. Yeah, just the, the parasite, parasite that, that happens to live in cats' from uh, the cat intestinal DNA. tract. Mm-hmm. Look, it's like the Spider-Man thing. It All is. Right. Yeah, Spider-Man. I want to watch what? that tonight. If you watch that, no, God Spider-Man. no. Spider-Man. Watch Waking Life. You know, he got bit <laughs> by a spider. He kind of became like a spider. These mice. Yeah. Got cat shit in them so they're <laughs> one step closer right. to being a cat that's true <laughs> you know got the shit they're just the like s- they just walk out of the cat like dude, sup dude i'm like you now some cat people like start acting like cats like they meow and they like what? they nap all the time and shit I and nap all the time. 
and they're like anti-social. I like how she doesn't deny the meowing, though. Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't <laughs> nap all the time. Sleep right. a lot. But here, his other example is my favorite, though. He said, these are the things I did. This, this proved to me that I was taking more risks and I have like a parasite. He goes, he also made no effort to hide his scorn for the communist who ruled Czechoslovakia for most of his early adulthood. Most people don't hide their. I know. Early adults. They all have to be yeah. cat owners, is my thinking. Yeah, most people have absolutely no problem scorning yeah. communism, yeah. especially but, the Czechs, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but then he he eventually got his blood drawn. I think for some other study. I think. There, there's some say where they they want to test test people with. Uh, oh, okay. Toxo. So yeah. they they, they, they found, found, they found the parasite in his blood. So the cat poop goes in the mice. The mice run towards the cat. The cat eats the mice. Mm-hmm. Essentially, the cat's eating his own poop. <laughs> it's a circle, the circle <laughs> yes, of life. Exactly. There you go. And and well, that's a good song to go with it too because Lion King cats that's Lion true. King. Yeah. You know. I don't know if like big cats have that parasite or if it's just house cats. That's why the, the that like those two animals kicked it with Simba all the time cuz they were exposed to his shit so they just oh, decided yeah. I'm going to kick it with this lion cuz Zazu and uh Yeah, they know I'm going to kick it with Yeah. Oh yeah, Timon I want to kick it with my natural predator now because I smelled its <laughs> shit. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. This is a good idea. See, it all makes sense. It's yeah. a circle of life. It's evolution. Cats. Pope Francis agrees. That's you true. know, unless I think cats secretly rule the world. That's the name of this episode. Pope Francis agrees. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Yeah, yeah. Done. Cats secretly I'm pretty sure the he endorsed our podcast. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. But th- don't you agree? Cats rule the world. Through their shit, they rule the world. That sounds right. That, that's a bit of a stretch. I don't know. I don't, well, you, you need to smell more it's a cat shitty poop. Argument. <laughs> it's a shitty argument. Take a risk, you know. does make me curious, though, if, whether or not. Yeah. I, I kind of wish know. my shit had a negative effect on people. Would you be curious <laughs> to find out if it did? Yeah. Okay. Like... <laughs> Okay. So that was a failed segue. <laughs> <laughs> Would I be curious to find out if it did? I just said I want my shit to yeah. fucking... Well, Reno's okay. segue got uh, rolled over by a faster segue, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I just shit myself? No. <laughs> as long as you're wearing yoga pants. Yeah. Yeah. I'm too curious about it. <laughs> <laughs> they found that curiosity basically boosts your memory. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> they did this interesting study. Uh, Sarah, how's it go? Okay, so they... They hook people to the MRI scanner and they show them a series of trivia questions and ask them to rate their curiosity about the answers to those questions. Later, the participants were shown um, the selected trivia questions and then they were shown a picture of some neutral face during a 14-second delay, followed by the answer. Afterward, the participants were given a surprise memory test of the faces and then a memory test of the trivia questions. Not surprisingly, the study uh, found that people remembered more information about the trivia when they were curious about the trivia. Like, they're interested about it. They're going to remember it. So, so if you show interest in something, you remember it? Yes, but unexpectedly. If you, but if you, you don't show interest in it, you don't but, remember it? No, this is pretty do, straightforward. When the participants the were curious about that trivia, they were also better at remembering the faces that they saw after it. They were given a surprise pop quiz about the faces they didn't know about and when they were more curious about that trivia question they remembered that face easier mm-hmm. so you don't even have to be 
they weren't curious in the about face. Their, yeah. their curiosity was already peaked and it continued on when they saw the face while they were waiting for the next slide or whatever, the next image to come up. So it was like a um, side effect. Yeah. So you curiosity. don't have to be curious about whatever it is you're trying to learn. If you've yeah. got curiosity afoot, then. So if you're a cat, for instance, you're going to learn and remember everything. Yeah. Which is why they're. Providing that it doesn't kill around you. Around the world with the parasites. Yeah. It's a good thing curiosity killed them. Yeah. I just said providing it doesn't kill. Oh. It's cool. it's cool. Don't worry. It's not like I'm over here talking. I'm sorry. Did you say something? No, I didn't. <laughs> I really wasn't curious about anything. Oh, I noticed. Burn. Um, but if cats are that, that smart, they might be smarter than dolphins. Reno. Dare I say. Don't blasphemize over there. <laughs> oh, my God. We all know dolphins are smart. They're <laughs> adorable, too. Yes. And, and they're rapists. They, playful they, rapists. They, <laughs> That's terrible. I can't. As it's a, a deadly oh, sin, right? Super intelligent, you. playful rapists. You know what's sad? It's the woman that made that joke. I'm this. just making a joke about dolphins. It's not a joke. That's what they are. It says right here, they're adorable, playful, and super intelligent. And then brackets, rapists. Really? No, it doesn't say no, that. Okay. Yeah. Those are my own brackets. <laughs> but they're Your called... brackets of curiosity. They're called the geniuses of the ocean. And people are starting to question... the geniuses of the ocean? This article... And maybe the other animals in the ocean, like the octopus. They're like, look, there the goes octopi. the genius. Apparently, it's not octopi. It's I know, octopuses. what's up with that? I saw that and I was like, oh my God. What? No. Yeah. So no. Uh, yeah. You disagree octopi. with the internet? Good luck getting people to say octopuses. Yeah, it yeah. just On sounds a regular basis. dirty. Yeah. No. <laughs> to say it like Sean Connery, octopuses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, well, there's octopusy. <laughs> so I might as well just say pusses instead of pussy. I hate his voice. It just sounds like... <laughs> I don't know. Like it sounds like a dark closet you don't want to be in. <laughs> Sean Connery misophonia. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That's the sound Winners I don't like. Go home and fuck the prom. Queen. Oh God. <laughs> I'm, I'm very good at my Sean. It Connery doesn't matter. Saying. His voice is disgusting. It's not too bad. It's all right. I could tell that you were trying to imitate Sean Connery. Well, you could tell I was trying. I wasn't yeah. succeeding, but you could tell that was the direction. But your dolphin could. I was just impersonating oh <laughs> Sean Connery. You could. Or That'd anybody. be really funny to see a dolphin. A rapist, <laughs> Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> The rapist. <laughs> the rapist. <laughs> I was raped by a dolphin. <laughs> Junior! That's horrible. But so a lot of people are starting to wonder if dolphins are really as smart as we thought or if they just appear smart because you're not comparing them to any other animals I, who do the similar things as Look, they do. it's just because a motherfucker jumps through a hoop at SeaWorld doesn't necessarily mean they're smart. That's the thing. We can train dogs to do all that stuff too. Exactly. And people have trained Sorry, cats training to a do cat. that. What? Actually, have. there are cat shows they where they have, do yeah. it. There's a couple cats, like one out of a million. Maybe they're influenced by their own parasites. We Maybe have a cat. Risky. Hold on. T- <laughs> time the fuck out, motherfucker. <laughs> we have a cat that plays fetch. We willingly. Do. Oh, wow. I've never heard of a dog that does that. Well, but the point but is, is that cats do that. do it. But that's the thing. It's it's an amazing thing that this For cat, cat yeah. will play No, fetch. I'm not saying that it's an amazing thing. I'm just saying don't knock cats. They can be trained, too. They can be trained. So chill the fuck out over there. <laughs> Right, it's National on. Cat Day, motherfucker. All right, show some today respect. I'll, I'll, I'll give him some Let leeway. Let it go. Yeah, show some respect. Or I'll shove <laughs> some cat poop <laughs> in your face. Oh, my God. Okay, so... Believe me, we got life. plenty. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, people say that dolphins can understand symbols like humans do, but other animals do that, too. And especially sea lions, they can learn all that stuff faster than a dolphin. 
But for some reason, we don't view sea lions as being really intelligent, and and we should go because they're fucking annoying. Train them and hang out with. Yeah, there's another. Yeah, there's a miss. What's that miss? Yeah, yeah. It's so annoying. There's there's a disorder I have when you go to the piers in San Francisco. They're over and over. Oh, this is interesting. The mirror test. What do you think that is, Mike? Obviously, it involves a mirror. Well, but seriously, what do you think they do? You say pumpkin spice latte three times in it. <laughs> well, then a dolphin appears and tells you about how smart it thinks. And I crap my pants. <laughs> there you go. It's a mere test. So people think that dolphins can recognize themselves or or figure out that it's them in the mirror, but so actually, the cats. no. They perform the same behavior when the mirror's there and when it's not. So the mirror is sort of incidental to whatever mannerisms they're doing. It doesn't prove anything. So I think if you look at these studies in a different way and, and stop being stop paying attention to how conditioned you are to think dolphins are smart, you'll realize... I don't really think they're that I'm smart. I'm not saying you like you specifically. I'm saying people in general. Like they I. You'll realize that they're not as smart as they appear. Hold Peaceful, on. loving geniuses. So hold on. There's Dr. John C. Lilly mm-hmm. start, was studying dolphins in the 70s. And his... Is an inspiration from the 1973 science fiction film, The, the Day, Day of, of the, the Dolphin. Dolphin. Oh, my God. Um, and it says later in this article that Lily did outlandish things with dolphins, like dropping acid with them. Yeah. Did he give the dolphins acid? I think he God, did. God, I hope so. That would be hilarious. Maybe he ruined I all mean, subsequent dolphin generations by doing that. They're not. Maybe smart that's anymore. why they started raping. That maybe that's maybe, why they're oh so smart God. now. <laughs> maybe they weren't. Whatever. Maybe they were shit for brains. Oh my god! And now, well, Cat hold on. Shit for brains. We were, we almost did another article about how magic mushrooms can yeah. can change the way your brain works. I think no, you shouldn't give dolphins acid. That's not that's not nice. You wait, you, what? <laughs> oh no, yeah, the, yeah, I think they might freak out. Yeah, they, they might. might start calling octopuses or they might start octopi. Laughing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they might start seeing mermaids or something. Maybe seeing can start seeing cancer. Oh shit! Oh my gosh! Oh no! They wouldn't be alone. These in the animals sea. look like they're made of acid. I'm just gonna say, <laughs> like the mantis shrimp. Yes. Yeah. And the, what are they? They're from Puerto Rico? No, Paraguay or something. Uh, <laughs> they're native from to the ocean. No, I'm serious. Like they're they're from a certain country, but I can't remember now. Well, these scientists from Australia, okay, down under, um, discovered that they can see cancer. <laughs> the scientists can see cancer? No, no, that the manti can see cancer. The manti can see cancer. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. Anywho. Yeah, they can yeah. see cancer. Well, actually, I already knew about these animals um, before. They're pretty amazing. Do you remember Eric, who used to work with us? Mm-hmm. Like, he came off and on... Um, this past summer, the mantis shrimp was like our mascot, and he talked about it a lot and how. So basically, they can see um, colors outside the range of colors we see. Yes. So I think that has something to do with them being able to detect these cells. It, they're like sort of like a scanner. Blue and orange and red and green all mixed together. Right. So whatever color that would be. Yeah. Brown. Fifteen. Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, let's see. Researchers have replicated their ability to see cancer into a camera that could be eventually put into a smartphone. Interesting. So a mantis shrimp smartphone. Hmm. There's a smart design very, for you. Very appealing to the senses. It is. It Tastes is. Tastes like shrimp. <laughs> see cancer with it. I know. It's all kinds of things. It smells like the beach. Better than McDonald's. <laughs> Taco Bell sand. Way better than Taco Bell sand. Oh 
So they, they it has can also, real bits of sand in the phone. <laughs> they can also see the activity of our neurons, which is kind of interesting. They have compound Whoa. eyes. Is that like a fly? Flies have compound eyes, don't they? I don't know. So the mantis shrimp eye is superbly tuned to detect polarized light. Interesting. This is the kind of light Polar that... Polar bodies, too? Re- yeah. It can find out if a snake is going to do a virgin birth or not. <laughs> you can see all kinds of shit. So, obviously, so we light. need to recruit this underwater ally of ours. For the military. Yes. To see cancer and... <laughs> Don't want to miss out on those virgin births. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay. No. What okay. if... What if there's a virgin birth... But the kid's got cancer. Oh, my God. Do you abort? I, I don't know, but it could see both of those things. Maybe it yeah. cancels out the vision because it sees both at the same <laughs> time. see. It's blinding. <laughs> yeah, I think I would. Maybe you could, like, virgin abort. So it's like it never happened. Yeah. No one would ever You just, know. like, undo the fertilization process. Speaking of undoing, scientists can convert human skin cells directly into brain cells. What? No way. Yes way. Oh my gosh. Yahweh. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I don't know how they do it. I didn't actually read this article. There's more than one way to skin a brain. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to say cat because it's National Cat Day. But I've heard of how they can take skin cells and convert them back into stem cells yeah I and then imagine they take those stem cells and convert them into brain cells now i wonder if when they convert the skin cells to brain cells if the brain cell is like fully functional and ready to go or if it has to like be attached to the brain and it's a dolphin brain cell it's not that great <laughs> yeah. oh my god interesting keep it away from the cat shit yeah <laughs> or maybe it. like enhance it with that like a what? supplemental vitamin. <laughs> no, you don't want the parasite. Yeah, it's look, the brain cell will take more risks and <laughs> and mature faster. You know, it'll learn more about life. It's like that Mike, way. you're being too pussy. You needs to take some more risk. Here, have some <laughs> have some skin with some shit. In don't it. be an octopusy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, there's so many words that just work so well together. It's awesome. It's like we almost planned this or something. I know, almost. Um, mm. but. It's yeah, I mean it's crazy how much oh. they're doing with stem cells and being able to and just the, all the brain research that's going on right now. Yeah. So if you have enough skin then so what what's if, what's enough? What's what, like not enough? This is like a horrible joke, but so you know, okay, so let's say that a baby gets circumcised. That <laughs> skin is like basically useless. So they could take all <laughs> those skin cells and turn them into brain cells and then he has a dick for a brain. <laughs> Thinking with his dick. That's right. Then it's okay because he he's, he can't do anything about it. He's yeah. just like, well, too bad. It's in my DNA. Dick brain. Maybe then he could parthenogenesis reproduce <laughs> from his brain, the same way <laughs> Athena was born in Greek mythology. It's a new term for mind fuck. <laughs> foreskin implanted into the head. Not foreskin, but she she was born from Zeus's head. Yeah. From his head, head. From his yeah his forehead <laughs> on his foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. What? <laughs> Mike, look, there's too many connections to be made. All right. <clears throat> this episode should just be called Cat Shit. <laughs> shit for Brains? Cat Shit for Brains? There you go. I like Pope Francis. <laughs> Pope Francis approves of cat shits. All right. Wow. Um, 
this one's oh we still have more yeah i've been totally laughing so hard i can't breathe <laughs> <laughs> you're almost out of breath you would uh, not like this new product coming out on no. the market there's is this it? new crystalline material that absorbs 160 times more oxygen than the air around you. So only a bucketful is enough to suck up all the air in a room, all the oxygen in a room. Okay. Why, Why? would you have it? <laughs> exactly. Why this sounds like it? a disaster. Okay, but what's the point of it? There obviously has to be a point of this product. Well, Why could, is it considered a product? Why are we selling it? Is it being marketed? It's a... So what were they saying they could do with it? They could, you could, um, you a few could grains of this material might absorb enough oxygen from the water around a diver for normal breathing. Yeah, like if he runs out of his oxygen tank or is really risk-taking and goes down there without one. And then somehow maybe be able to use this crystalline material to carry lots of oxygen and then you can get it backed out, you can extract it. So instead of carrying like huge tanks of oxygen while you're underwater or while you're just gasping Hiking for breath in as an old woman you could just use the cr- why can't it be an old man yeah they're not allowed. why you got it <laughs> if you're old and can't breathe you could use one of these little crystal structures and you could harvest the oxygen out of it or you could just prank someone just be like ha ha and like suck all the air out of the room and kill them yeah either way I got you either way so obviously, I think the military could use this. They could. They could prank each other endlessly. <laughs> well, not endlessly. Especially when if they, they were all dead, ate then cat shit and took a lot of risks. That's true. Eat cat shit and die. Yeah. <laughs> so I just thought that was a pretty interesting material. It is. Um, yeah. And it says once it's packaged and available commercially, it might be something any heart patient, doctor, traveler, explorer, or emergency worker would want to keep handy. Or the guys from Jackass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like stick it in your nose or mouth or something. Oh my god, I don't even know where they want to stick it. Crazy. Um, we should have put this one next to the Magnetar one. Oh man. Okay, did you read this one? Nope. All right, let's skip it. Okay. Next one. I like your optimism. Didn't really get anything done, but yeah, it's fine. Mike, did you consider yourself an optimist or a pessimist? Pessimist all the way. All the way. All the way. It's really interesting because Mike tends to get things done the easiest in his bands or like whatever group project he did when he was younger and in his family and oh, all no, kinds yeah, of things. Oh, no, yeah, for whatever. Pretty action-oriented. I am. I, I get shit the fuck done. Yeah. <laughs> but I hate doing it. Yeah. But so... I, I have a bleak outlook on the future, but that doesn't mean I don't try. What about the present? Well, I mean, the present's well, like, it's it's like a fucking millisecond, so I mean... Yeah. Well, that's yeah. that's what a pessimist would say. Maybe the present is endless because oh, you're always moving towards it's it. It's always the present moment. When yeah. is it not the present moment? Yeah. Yeah, a couple seconds from now. But that's not existing right now. Right I now, I know that's called the future. Yeah. No, right now is the only thing that exists. No, I mean the second that word comes out of your mouth, it becomes the past. Right. That you can't. Past, I'm you not can't, talking about the past. I'm talking about the present. You can cut the present down to an, an infinite amount of halves. We don't. You know, you can't measure it in, in terms no. of length yeah. of time. Exactly. Of time. Can, there isn't enough time to measure Always the present. Always approaching zero, but never touching. Yeah. <laughs> but there is a present moment right now. Mm-hmm. It's already past. No, it's right now. It's past. Oh, man. No, the past it's is It's past. past. You're thinking it. It's already <laughs> past. Don't That's argue how with the pessimist. I'm not thinking about it. Or God. You don't even yeah. have to think about it, because by the time the thought enters your head, it's already past. <laughs> <laughs> past. So, 
I think you'll like this article, Mike, because it's sort of slamming the self-help industry and people who yeah, that are shit's pretty lame. ultra positive and they're very optimistic and they're so optimistic that they can't even really get themselves to, to get with it and change their lives. Where the fuck are you going? He's getting a cookie. Oh, okay. Give me a cookie. They're so focused on that. Don't throw the cookie. They don't actually. <laughs> Serious? You get to eat that one. No, we don't make him eat that. There's more on the stove. He just fucking threw a cookie at me. Yeah. You tossed your cookies at him? You would have caught it Wait. if we didn't slammed him down to the ground. I got mixed boards and laptops and shit. I can't just catch That's cookies. Reno, you don't toss your cookies in someone else's house. <laughs> I mean, come on. Especially to avoid. What was I thinking? Yeah, what were you thinking? Well, fuck does that mean? Because I can't, can't catch, catch although shit. that's the good fellow side of me, I'm sure. Yeah. Or maybe even the palm side. I don't know. That's my mom's maiden name. I was just unprepared for a food fight. It wasn't a fight. It was a I'll show offering. you a food fight. <laughs> oh, my God. No, not by my computer. And yoga pants. Yeah. Pumpkin spice latte food fight. That's where it's at. Namaste. You get a team of white women in yoga pants on your side. So this talks about why it's so hard to quit smoking, why it's so hard to lose weight or find a new job or maintaining a regular gym routine. Blah, blah, I'll blah, blah, talk blah. shit on but all so, that right the fuck now so, as I put a cookie in my mouth. This is of what course. it says. If positive thoughts somehow birth great outcomes, why do we often struggle to reach personal and professional goals if we're being so positive? So being that positive doesn't change your behavior. Here's the thing. You want to know what got me to lose 57 pounds this year? Mm-hmm. Looking in the mirror going, God, you're a fat fuck. Okay, well, you don't have to do that to yourself either. But I it worked. A, I'm not a fat a fuck anymore. <laughs> there's a spectrum of science. Now I'm just a slightly it. overweight fuck. Okay. <laughs> so it says a cheery disposition and good attitude can zap the motivation needed to mobilize and strategize, leaving us with lofty ideas that never reach fruition. So dreaming isn't doing, is what they're saying. Basically, and it's all talk and no action. Dr. Gabrielle, what do you think? I agree with Odin. her. She's amazing. Oedigen? Yeah. Oedigen? Yeah. If I wasn't married, she's a woman after my own heart. Wow, that's pretty crazy. It's yeah. pretty optimistic of you. No, I think just that th- she would, you know, be into that. <laughs> she's cool with some dude in yoga pants shitting himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dream come true. Okay, really oh my smells gosh. really bad. He's got a great pumpkins. <laughs> but he's got a pessimistic personality. But I think the main thing she's saying is that if you're so optimistic, you don't consider obstacles that might arise to interfere with you achieving your goal. And I think people who are really optimistic and don't think that way, they all of a sudden deflate at the smallest uh, hardship. I totally agree. Crops and up. Here, through this is through my own experiences. Usually, the most optimistic people have zero idea what the fuck they're doing. Or ideas at all. They don't have ideas yeah. for how to make something happen. They're just like, come on, guys, we can do it. Blah, 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 you know? So they're so positive that they don't actually have a plan. No, I wholeheartedly fucking agree with that. Big time. Well, I know some optimistic people that are like realistic and have plans. and yeah. like Then they're not really optimistic because if you're realistic, you have to expect <laughs> some part of the worst. I think we're talking worst. about people who are like really one-sided. Sickeningly. Yeah. So sickeningly. You can be an optimist and do stuff. I mean, clearly a lot of people do that. Well, I mean... That's it, how they inspire other people to follow them is because you, you can believe think, that they're going to... You can think positively yeah. and be like, I'm going to do this project and I'm going to try to get it done by this time. Mm-hmm. And as long as you still think, well, there might be th- roadblocks along the way exactly, and be realistic about it, then yeah. you're not being this stupid Rainbow fuck. Rainbow fairy yeah. dust. Rainbow fucking Randolph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not being an idiot about it. And I think that's a lot of things like when people are just like, you can do it. Yeah. All you have to do is try. 
and they don't give you any yeah, other. That's not all you have to do. No, yeah. you, no. Yeah. Sometimes it takes things like willpower, Work, and intelligence, and common and sense, yeah, and science, Skill. science and knowledge. Technology. Like, no, yeah. dude. There's the a reason. Pope Francis. Yeah. There's a reason why not everyone's a fucking <laughs> brain surgeon. That you don't go to medical school right. and be like, guys, just try. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's why this specifically you talks know? about self-help because it's a self-help different kind is of bullshit. optimism than yeah. You can standard. help yourself. Yeah, like you help yourself. You can every help day. yourself, but you don't need a book to tell you how to. So to help you're not yourself. Some people yourself. need a book. No. You don't yeah, need, yeah. need a book. If you have to tell so, if someone has to tell you how to help you, you're not helping yourself. You're not helping yourself. yourself. Yeah, you're That's learning how to help yourself. Some people don't know how to help themselves. Stop if they're being curious enough. This is not why. Some look, yeah, they have, they dude, have curiosity. Then they this, go buy this positive. This this oh. bullshit positivity. Oh See, boom. Ah, boom. No. Yep. Shot down. No. Pessimism keeps you in check. Pessimism it's keeps not, you young. It's not that it, it's not that you're being <laughs> negative. It's just that you're looking at the fact that, that is actually the definition of pessimism. But in, in a sense <laughs> it's know, not. Yeah. But but looking at the fact that there are negative aspects, there are roadblocks, there are going to be challenges, there are going to be failures whether you want there to be failures or not are what makes you succeed. So in the long run, being pessimistic doesn't necessarily mean you're just being a negative asshole. It just means you're recognizing the fact that shit might be fucking difficult. No, it's, yeah. it means you're but expecting it to be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah not and then, then it it's might. a nice, big, pleasant pumpkin spice surprise at the <laughs> end when it wasn't. Oh, my God. Pumpkin spice surprise. You know. <laughs> <a> band name. <laughs> when, I, when I quit smoking two years ago, I, like, I had quit nine times before that. And failed miserably. Do you think that's because you were too optimistic? Because I think that's hard to believe. No, I wasn't optimistic. I just failed because I was addicted to a substance. Yeah, okay. And I wasn't going to be like, guys, this is the time. I'm putting it out now. No more. My Not hands are free. Anymore. My lungs are proud. No, I wasn't like that at all. Suck all the oxygen out of the room. I will survive somehow. Yeah. My lungs are strong. Yeah, no, I didn't do that. Because I knew like... Well, fuck, I'm addicted, and yeah. I smoke two and a half packs a day, and quitting's going to be a motherfuck. But you, you knew that it was possible. You're optimistic on the... I was optimistic was... enough Aha. to keep trying. <laughs> we got that recorded. <laughs> I was optimistic enough to keep... I was optimistic. Yep. Boom. That's right. all we need. I was optimistic enough to keep trying, but I expected failure. Yes. Don't we all? And then one time, the failure didn't That's happen. True. That's a good book title. It's been two years. One time. Two years. Yeah. A week from a week from Saturday. Yeah. I awesome. know. We should celebrate with cigarettes. No. I know. Or a joint. You know, like I didn't lose the weight this year <laughs> by being <laughs> like <laughs> overruled. <laughs> you know, you and Mike are on your own. It's kind of like when I was losing weight. I didn't like go out and buy medium shirts and go, one day I'll fit in this. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> do approach it like that. And that, no, that's not how it works because you all know something, food happens and it tastes good. <laughs> and you already have a disorder because you're fucking eating too I'll much eat food. I'll eat the shit, I don't care. Yeah, like <laughs> fried chicken fucking happens, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oreo cookies, they come yeah. in a fucking package yeah. and like they're Oreos? way too easy. No, I like Oreos. Yeah, okay. fried chicken and... But that's the thing. Like oh, there yeah. were nights where I had both in one sitting. That's there how were nights I got when fat. the wind was so cold. Huh? Huh? I don't know what that Celine Dion song. Oh. You know that song. Oh, don't you pretend quoted like you that. don't. But that's the thing, I it's just like if well, you if you're going out and buying mediums and you put on five pounds that week, you're kind of fucking stupid. 
You know, you can't tell you yourself. You're saying that's what dolphins do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, sea lions certainly don't do it. <laughs> I don't know. They're just, pessimistic. Uh, yeah. They're the negative that's Nancy's why they of the sea. That's they cry all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, that's the thing. I hate that shit when people are like, oh, you're just being a negative Nancy. You know, fuck you, asswipe. <laughs> <laughs> that's another good sound bite to uh, bring there. <laughs> you can laugh all you want, but it's true. It's that's like, funny. you know what? Fuck you. I, like, seriously. <laughs> I'm not saying fuck you, Reno. Right. I'm saying... Like, seriously, dude, you can go run around like a fucking idiot all you want. At least I'm being real. Yeah. You Keeping know? it real goes wrong. It's never good. that Dave Chappelle? No. Dave Chappelle show? But it's not, oh, go- yeah, it doesn't go that. wrong because you're looking at the fact that oh, yeah. shit might not be correct. Shit might get fucked up. You shit know? might fucking control your brain. Yeah. That too. Might. You never know when you go of what's going on in people's heads. brain. Yeah. Oh, dang. This article is about teenagers and how their brains work or don't work from time to time. Sounds like they got fucking cat shit for brains. Maybe they they do. Oh, my gosh. My main takeaway was that their dopamine Mm -hmm. neurotransmitter, you know, dopamine gets released when something good happens as a reward, basically. They experience that um, they're more sensitive to that. Yeah. So when they get rewarded for a job well done, if they sex, drugs, all that kind of rock stuff, rock and roll, rock and roll, lots of dopamine, dubstep, dubstep, <laughs> dopa step, <laughs> sex, drugs, and dubstep. <laughs> um, they're much more sensitive to that dopamine uh, release, and mm-hmm. it's a huge positive reinforcement for them. They get like all the risk that's involved and like you know like the the abstinent education and the you know just say no to drugs like they get it they understand the risks but it just feels so good they want to take the risks and they're like rewarded magnitude twenty three like, I right, mean come the, on chemically they're rewarded so much more than we are for taking those risks not yeah. not like lifestyle uh, you know. It's the chemicals in their brain. It's not anything that happens them that's different. It's just like their brain chemistry telling them like, this is great. Keep doing it. You know, the other thing I thought was interesting. You sound like optimistic people. Yeah. <laughs> the thing I thought was interesting in here is that. This is why teenagers are so fucked up, right? <laughs> they learn at this age, their brains are still plastic. So they learn like perseverance and self-motivation and things like that. And you should focus on that in their school. Not just the traditional subjects. Well, it's true, Mike. I mean, that's why there's a reason why a high school is supposed to be more difficult than middle school and elementary school. There's a reason why you're supposed to be you're supposed to be more organized. You're expected to like take all these different teachers' expectations and and figure out how to get all your work done and stuff like that. Yeah, that big yawn that he just did. Huh? Yeah, what? I didn't yawn. <laughs> I, did, I oh, didn't. Great. Now I have mic. to yawn. <laughs> So yeah, don't be so hard on your teenage kids. Yeah. You know, this is my attitude towards teenagers. And or reroute their brains so they don't get dopamine. Yeah. yeah. Shut up and do what you're told. Yeah, they well, love there's no that. dopamine yeah. for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't need dopamine. You need <laughs> discipline. That's what you need. You don't need dopamine. You need discipline. Oh, dopamine, you're good. <laughs> you big dope. Yeah. I didn't even like teenagers when I was a teenager. Yeah, me teenagers neither. Teenagers are fascinating. Okay. No. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. No, they are. No, they're not. 
It's like the, I'm on the fence. it's like the stage in life where they could be lots of different things, and that's why they try so hard. Your to... average teenager is a fucking douchebag, Mike. That's not. On I'm average. not saying that they're on nice average. people there, and there that are they're like cool respectable teenagers citizens. I'm saying like, the stage in life is interesting because that's when all they dope try. Addicts. I'm trying to make a fucking <laughs> point here. That's oh. when they try so hard. Did, you, did okay. you catch that pun? I yeah, got I did. That pun right there. He's interrupting me. It's fine. Let's go to the next article. No, it's next, okay. next. All right, people are making an app <laughs> to analyze stories i think specifically fairy tales and figure out if they're like more romantic in nature or if they're more scary and it can sort of predict all of the the eight basic feelings that you might experience when you're reading it and without the dopamine you can pick um the book based on that which is interesting that sounds pretty play with cat mm. shit and you you'll just Pick the, any book. You could, take yeah. That who knows? Just That's, go to the library with a blindfold, like a waiter. <laughs> sounds pretty emotionless. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. I, I think even though it's describing emotions, I mean, it's still an app. It's well, they call it a data mining tool, so that's like the least emotional way you could describe it. Definitely. <laughs> It was made by a computer science researcher in Canada. Of course. And they analyzed everything from the Brothers Grimm to Shakespeare in the digital Google Books corpus. Interesting. And. So it looks at 14,200 words associated with joy, sadness, anger, and fear, trust, disgust, surprise, and anticipation, and came up with an emotion thermometer, which gave a better idea of how the stories would make people feel, basically. So would you use it or not? No. I feel like I would use it just to see if it was right. I would use it and then I would read the book and be like, I don't feel that. I I wouldn't bother not... Even mm-hmm. to begin with, I just maybe maybe parents with like young kids could quickly scan over books to see if like is this for. a bedtime story? Is this a or okay. is this Fifty Shades? It's of Grey? a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit more fun when there's the nope, element this is of 50 surprise. Shades of Grey. Whoops! Should read. <laughs> Thanks, data mining tool. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with the element of surprise? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can judge a book by its cover as well. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I feel like that's the right thing to do. Yeah. What's wrong with reading the back of the book, too? Yeah, yeah. or the inside flap of hardbound right. books. Like, you could read the summary, and that gives you a good idea. They do, actually, speaking of cliff notes, they do give a good example of how you could use this. So it says, is your literature professor looking for an example of suspense in Sherlock Holmes? Search for suspense with this data mining tool. And then you could, so like, get all of your quotes and citations. instead of reading it and finding yeah. the suspenseful part or by reading it, reading you just use notes, a search you tool. Read shit. You just use a search tool. So you just type in suspense, Shakespeare, use and all of this. Use the tool on cliff like, notes that's maximum efficiency douchebag teenagers are yeah that's, this shit. <laughs> that's right uh, dopamine levels will be skyrocketing <laughs> <laughs> which one gives you the most dopamine squirts that's what i want <laughs> the one where i could cheat <laughs> oh my god so yeah now you just don't have to read the material you just have to search well, it and then it's I cool don't know. i think some people still would but yeah. I, like who what teenager was stoked to it read shakespeare to be a teenager i just said i would still read it afterwards to see if it matched. So you would cheat and then you no, would I'm read not, it? I'm talking about just like looking for a new book to read. I would use this tool and be like, okay, let's see if it was accurate. And then I'd read the book. I'm perfectly fine I'm not with it. If it, so. it. if it was like, these are horror books, cool. I could do that. that yeah, I, I think it does that too. 
This this is interesting right here. It says, despite being shorter in general, fairy tales tend to demonstrate a much wider range of emotions than novels. Oh, I'm glad you put that Boom. in there. Yeah, that's the reason why I picked this article and then I forgot about it. But it's true. If you read your standard fairy tale, there's all kinds of things that happen within it. There's all sorts of like moral lessons and like witches being crazy and little kids being scared and all kinds of stuff. Whereas in a novel, it's like a character is usually going through several places and sets of other characters and then it has like some sort of breakthrough at some point. But everything is like marching along to that end point. And in a fairy tale, it's sort of like the plot goes like a spider web as opposed to a linear plot. Yep. I like that visual analogy. Yeah. If there was some taste in there too, it'd be pretty good. But yep. Yep. Synesthetic taste what do fairy tales taste web? like? What do you think they would taste like? Probably like cotton candy. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Soft and fluffy, a little sweet. Mm-hmm. All right. Our last article. This is a long one. We, this is about an hour long. Or hour and a half. Yeah. We're at an hour and a half. Some of us have to go to work it's at okay. four o'clock in the morning. We can sum this one up. Quickly. All right. Science of Just finding saying. your soulmate. Oh my gosh. Okay, so you guys, you guys are already married. I haven't found my soulmate yet. Nina, what are the chances of me finding my soulmate? Pretty slim, according to this article. <laughs> but it really depends on how picky you are. On Let's a scale of 1 to 10, I would say I'm like... 15. <laughs> an 8. <laughs> 7 or an 8, maybe. Okay, well then... Wait, in looks or in pickiness? No, pickiness. pickiness. Yeah, because in looks, you're like a 5. What, Mike? Right. Oh, my <laughs> At God. At least a 5.5. Okay. Okay, 5.7. 5.7. Ooh, that's even more than 5.5. I'll I know. take that. You should shave, though. That might go up a point. Yeah. Yeah, it's not looking good. Just saying. <laughs> so the science of finding your soulmate is part of a book called What If by Randall. I lost Randall. 57 pounds. I'm like a nine, and, nine and a quarter now. Just saying. Were you saying something, Nina? Yeah. Uh, Were you no, reading I was Apparently, case? Mike was saying something. Oh, because you guys don't going. interrupt me all podcast no. long. Yes. Okay. This is from a book called What If by Randall Monroe. So if you want to find your soulmate, you should check this out and see how discouraged you get. But just keep in mind, being pessimistic gets stuff done. So Excellent. You I'm should. all aboard. There you go. All right. I mean, so this shit sucks. <laughs> he's actually a NASA roboticist <laughs> turned comic creator. Interesting. Nice. So it's... He's moving up in the yeah, world. Yeah. The subtitle <laughs> is Serious Scientific Answers to Absurd Hypothetical Questions. So that should give you an idea of like how scientific this is versus like how much of a thought experiment it is. If everybody had only one soulmate, like a random person Which somewhere. Which I don't think is true. Okay. So in but. that case, this isn't going to apply to you. But if it's a random person somewhere in the world, like it could be someone in your city, but it could also be somebody who's like in Alaska or something. Right. There's like seven point some odd billion people. Yeah. yeah. So, so you're supposed to have like what a five and a seven billion chance. So here's where it gets complicated. So if it's if soulmates are determined at birth by fate or whatever, you're not you're not gonna know anything about like where they live or who they are. But apparently, according to like all the cliches, you're gonna recognize the moment you meet their eyes. You're gonna be like, oh my gosh, this is the person for me, you know. But what if your soulmate isn't even alive anymore? Because if it was determined at birth, let's say like I don't know, they got cancer and the mantis shrimp didn't find it in time, and I just walk right just, in the traffic. <laughs> <laughs> Too much cat poop, <laughs> you know. Or or you died before they did, you know. Mm-hmm. Then what? And so it just goes on to more and more of those what ifs, and it sort of eliminates um, or the it, romantic it, it aspect of it. Your, well, it decreases your odds of actually finding it if you look at it scientifically. 
But this is sort of like obnoxious science, which is also entertaining. So it's a pessimistic art it, it it yeah. settle. Which ironically should help you get it done faster, but he's saying that you can't find your soulmate. So then also you but should say... But that does get it done faster because then you stop looking and it's like, okay, I'm done with that because I'm not looking anymore. Done, move on. You can also say that what if you just don't limit yourself to past humans, like everyone who was born when you were born? What if it's future humans who haven't been born yet? Then I like this idea. That's kind of pervy kinky. Then it's possible for your soulmate to be like, well, even like a year or something. Your soulmate isn't born yet. <laughs> So you don't you can't find them this year or it's something. It's like, like a sleeping beauty because he's already like a teenager when he sees Princess Aurora and they're like, You're gonna marry her and she's still in like a carriage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. Soulmate. <laughs> still in diapers. <laughs> so then he's like, Well, if you can be different ages, what about different genders and sexual orientations? So let's say that your soulmate is actually like a bisexual man or something. Like chances Ooh. are it's not gonna happen. So Especially if you're not any of that. That's what he's saying though. But he's, then how could it be your soulmate? I don't yeah. know. That's why Shouldn't the soulmate be someone that you can fall Absurd. like Absurd. Well, I guess you can fall in love and not have sex. But so what That's he's lame though. What he's also yeah, saying is like obviously you wouldn't want that. He's saying, obviously, you wouldn't want no that. So that orgasm. means that it has to be somebody. If you're um, heterosexual, then your soulmate has to be too. So then that... I'm that, that picky. That eliminates the randomness <laughs> yeah, that of might, it. So, I mean, nothing yeah. wrong with people who have different sexual orientation than me, but I'm kind of sort of just one sexual orientation. But what orientation. he's saying is like, now it's not random anymore. So you get yeah. more and more specific, and the more specific you get, the less likely you are to find your soulmate because you're ruling out people left and right. So anyway... So, good luck, Reno. It doesn't look good. <sighs> yeah, I'll probably never meet him. Maybe you'll buy the book and meet them buying the same book. I should go buy this book. Do it. <laughs> it's like book a scene from Sleepless in Seattle or something. I know. You yeah, that's one of your favorite movies, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good movie. Is it? I'm sure it's no waking life, but... <laughs> Please. <laughs> it's pretty good. I won't lie. I don't mind those sappy, like, it's Meg good. Ryan, Let's Tom watch Hanks it tonight. comedy. Nina, like, I have work at 4 o'clock in the morning. In the bedroom. You can put... Yeah, if you want to put it on, go for it, no, but I will be asleep. No, I snoring next to me. It's count. Let's put on some Frasier. <laughs> yeah, I probably no, will. That happens every night. Anyway. Yeah. Not, not every night, most nights. You fall asleep to Frasier almost every Sometimes. night. <laughs> I know. Other you wake up in the middle of the night. Every time to like most of the time to just sometimes. What is yeah. it? No, it's I every never time. watch it. <laughs> Noils. <laughs> oh, here, here's your chances. Okay. If you have five, wait, 500 million yeah. potential soulmates, it means you'll only find true love in one lifetime out of 10,000 lifetimes. Look, cool. at the, look at this graph. This is awesome. <laughs> Found soulmate alone forever. Oh, man. That's <laughs> a lot of alone forever. It's a sad red dot for you. Well, I'm still scrolling down. Reno's our sad little red dot. <laughs> oh, it's okay, Reno. It's all good. You'll find someone. But it's not all or good. they'll find you. Think about it like this. Your odds are doubled because the other person's looking uh-huh. too. <laughs> one in 250 million. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> What's all this one in a million talk? <laughs> <laughs> that's just the optimist talking. <laughs> uh. All right. All right. Yeah. This has been... Six Degrees of Rumination with your hosts... Nina Boyd. Reno Gorman. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, <it> everyone. <laughs> <laughs>